Good morning, everybody. Good to have you here. Uh, if you are visiting with us, that is a joy that you are here. If you're passing through for the summer, um, glad that you're uh, part of all the uh, activities and stuff coming up. I know it's a busy week for some folks, so it's good to have family in town on this side over here. Um, good to have you uh, part of our Bible classes this morning as we continue to study and encourage one another. Uh, we're in August, and school is starting back, and it means this quarter is coming to a close at the end of the month, and we'll be switching over uh, starting in September to new activities and new things coming up, so excited about that. Um, before we begin class, as always, let's begin with a word of prayer. Lord our God, we come before you and we thank you so much for the day and the opportunity that we have to be with you. We thank you for the time that we get to be here to study with one another, encourage one another, and build one another up. Help us to consider your word and how to take it into all parts of the world. We love you and we pray this to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, this morning we are going to be looking at the topic of capital punishment as we're uh, going through understanding Christian ethics and, and seeing if we can get an idea of what Scripture has to say, but also how can we live out the Scriptures as well as guide others. Um, this week's going to be uh, a little bit different. We've done this before. I've got one of those surveys that I want to go through, and so if you have your phone or tablet or uh, whatever you want to get to on this, uh, you can go to menti.com, M-E-N-T-I, and you can put in this code, 648644. And uh, I've got a few questions I want to ask us this morning to gauge where we are as a class. Um, it's fine if you, uh, if you don't log in. It's just going to give us a little bit of a representation of uh, what we've got in the class. Uh, so you can respond, uh, or if you want to say it out loud, you're welcome to do that as well. Uh, I'll be switching back and forth, and got a lot of information we may not make it through all of it. We may. It just depends, and uh, which is fine. So I, I kind of plan these classes uh, to to spread out to other ones for future discussion. So we'll just hit it and we'll see where it goes. So, like I said, you can log in and we'll be able to see the live results. So it is a survey. So I've got uh, one question, just as we we gauge the class of where we are. If it'll work for me today. All right, so the first question that I want to ask, um, and you can respond to this, so um, I'm in control of it, so I'll have each question at a time. And I want to see where we are as a class. Should Christians support capital punishment? And give everybody a chance to uh, respond to this. And so it's anonymous if you go this route, uh, but if you want to respond in class, everybody will know where you stand, which is fine, uh, and you can have an opinion on that. Uh, so as those start coming in, when we deal with this topic, there's a lot of different ways that we're going to need to come to it. Um, we've got, you know, scriptures that we're going to talk about. We've got just general discussion. Um, and it is going to broaden out a little bit to just a general ethics, uh, where we should be and what we should support. But we're going to keep coming back to the scriptures. I think there's a lot that can be said as we go through the Bible uh, concerning this topic in a lot of different ways. And at the end of the day, and I will have to say this, that uh, I know that we are going to be divided. There are a lot of opinions, and probably you can see that already. Um, there's a lot of different views that we can take. And so as we go through any discussion, of course, we want to be you know, respectful to one another. And as always, this class is to spur us on to better conversations with people. And I do think, regardless of where you do line up on this, that we can take Scripture and we can start challenging people in the way that they see humans, the way that they see justice. Um, if I was going to put a pin in here somewhere where we need to hang our hat, 
in order to get to God. Just in a, a secular sense, if we're going to discuss this topic, where we need to put our hat, if we're going to have a discussion with somebody, is on the word justice. I think that we can begin to show God's love and mercy and kindness and grace if we will focus on justice. I think it will begin to open up doors to people if we can think about how is God just, what are the results of our actions, and how can God respond to us. So kind of wherever we fall out on this topic, I do want us to think about that. How can we go into the world? How can we take the gospel? And I think one of those terms that we need to hold on to is God's justice. God is just. He has laws. He has rules and regulations. And those that are disobedient to them, there is a, uh, there is a result. And those that obey what he says, uh, there are blessings there. So uh, that's probably a good gauge of where we are right now. So we've got um, 49 that have logged into this. And like I said, you're welcome to respond. We've got uh, 36, more still coming in, 36 that say, yes, Christians should support capital punishment, seven, no, and eight, maybe. Um, without giving yourself away, so you can speak just objectively about this, what are some arguments that are out there from a Christian standpoint, okay, concerning capital punishment? Yeah, so yeah, so when you deal with this topic, and we talk about capital punishment, are we talking about capital punishment in the United States? Are we talking about worldwide? Are we talking about just the principle of capital punishment? What about the application of it? Is there a certain type that is allowable, some that are not? Um, so yeah, it is very broad. And so when you just say capital punishment, we have to deal with it. Are we just talking about here in the United States, or are we talking about um, just in principle the idea of capital punishment? That's probably where we want to spend a lot of our time. Jeremy? Okay, so there's a difference between supporting and promoting something. Okay. Okay, yeah, I think that's a good point that there is a difference between supporting. Um, permitting or allowing, this is the, you know, if the government is going to have this ability or this right, this is what they've decided in our certain uh, circumstance, then that's the way that things are versus being an advocate saying, no, that's exactly what I want. There is a difference um, in, you know, being behind it and pushing it, not really taking a stand on it, but knowing those are options out there. I, I think that's a good point. Yes, sir. Sure, so I'll let you come back with it in a minute. Uh, what Jim's saying is that uh, we've got the Old Testament examples that there are capital punishment cases um, and reasons for them. But then you also have, connect that over to the New Testament, Romans 13, 1 Peter chapter 2, respect to the governing authorities. Um, even terms like the governing authority is a sword and they don't bear it in vain. 
um, you know, and we are to be subject to that. And it kind of goes to Jeremy's point, you know, can we separate them and say, well, that's the government, and then we're just Christians living in the midst of it. Um, so, yes, we are going to come back there, um, but that is good as we're considering this in general. Yes, sir. Okay, so even as you're dealing with the topic of capital punishment, um, even how it's addressed, there's a lot of disproportionate um, views and descriptions of it. And so some of the prosecutors talking about those that are going to be punished by capital punishment itself, um, you know, do you refer to them as humans or an animal subject type? Um, and then you even get even further in of looking at, um, and part of this will come out, I've got a couple of cases we'll talk about that are were monumental in this discussion uh, concerning race and uh, situation in life and things like that. Um, so it, it broadens it out even more of how to address it from a secular standpoint, you know, and then as we go into it from Christians, um, how do we, should we support that? How do we deal with it? How do we function in a society where it is allowable? Even if you, if you disagree with it, what do you do? Um, yes, sir. So, you decided that, you know, you were going to break that law and put yourself in that position to, uh, you know, to be accountable for that law. Yeah, so in, in one way of discussing this, uh, what George is saying is that if the governing authorities, they say, all right, we do have capital punishment, and here are, um, in order for you to receive that type of punishment, here's what you have to do. If that is the rule then we should say, all right, well, I'm going to stay away from that. And so it should be, you know, if that's the case, well, I'm not even going to come near that. I'm not going to deal with it. So you've got that on, you know, the Christian standpoint maybe is, okay, well, the government's here, but I know what my actions are supposed to be. And so, you know, I'm going to be in this realm over here and I'm not going to deal with it. Um, so that's something to think about, uh, the, the practice there. Um, okay. So in some respect, you look at uh, the world in which we live and you see um, atrocities that happen, heinous crimes, and you feel compelled to see justice come out on that. And so what does that look like? You know, you see all these great crimes and, and you think, well, they need to be punished. Um, to what extent uh, is what the discussion really comes down to. And so, you know, this gives us a gauge so you can see where we are. Uh, as a class, and you know, if you go out even further and maybe break this down in demographics in certain ages, you know, how would this break up? 
So I want to come um, over here, and we'll come back to this. So if you still have it pulled up on your phone, um, don't exit out of it. We'll come back. But I want to jump in here where we are. I always want to challenge us to go up the ladder. And as we think about our decisions and what we support or promote, uh, what can we back, what should we be doing as Christians, I always want to go up this ladder and think about it ethically. There are certain laws in place. Uh, on the next slide, I'll show you kind of where we are right now um, as the United States. But you also have to think about your virtues and what you're willing to support and what you're not willing to support. You think about morals in general. Um, I thought it was a very good point of thinking from a Christian perspective, supporting and allowing and promoting. Are we okay? Do we have scriptural backing for it or not? Um, and what do we do with the scriptures that are there and how do we apply them? But just in a, before we even get to what the scriptures have to say in the, in the natural law within us, uh, we just have to think, you know, is this, is it moral an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth? Because in some respect, that's what you're going to deal with the capital punishment, right? Is that there are certain crimes that are committed that there has to be retribution. Going to the eye, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, uh, there should be a punishment for that. Uh, so that would be in principle, is that moral uh, to take away life because of a certain act, a certain crime, a certain um, breaking of a command? Uh, that's what, in principle, we have to deal with. So when we talk about capital punishment, there is principle, but then we also, we need to make sure what the scriptures have to say about. Um, and I think that there are things that the scriptures speak of concerning this topic. So let's always focus on our ladder and let's make sure that we work through there. All right, so just in uh, general, if you um, like statistics or just like knowing where we stand. Um, so one of the textbooks I was looking at uh, concerning Ethics says the United States is one of the few developed countries that still has capital punishment. At present, uh, 31 U.S. states have the death penalty, though four have a moratorium on it, and 19 plus the District of Columbia have abolished it. I, I thought this was fascinating. This is a recent book. Um, it's on the third edition of itself. So um, I, these are updated, and I've got a chart in front of us. But I thought this was uh, fascinating that he put this statement in there. The United States is one of the few developed countries that still has capital punishment. Just in and of itself, what does that statement say? Comparing the United States to other nations, uh, what is being said by that one statement? One of the few developed countries that still has capital punishment. Okay, so maybe stepping back. Okay, well, you've got an opinion there, of course. What else kind of comes from that? Yeah, so, uh, you know, when this country was established, um, full support of capital punishment, um, 
at that time, especially when we're going to get into uh, some of the laws that are in place. So you know that's what they were supporting. And now as people are addressing uh, the laws, they're kind of saying, was that the way that it should be? So you go back to the foundation, and it is there of what was being supported. Now, you may not be able to see that little uh, box at the bottom, but um, the red is states with the death penalty. The blue, uh, so the light blue, is states without the death penalty. And I guess that's a purple. Depending on, yeah, it looks purple there. Uh, those are states with a governor-imposed moratorium. So it gives you a little bit of a, a look at it there. Okay. So as we discuss this, um, just to put categories and names, I like those. You've got on one side abolitionists. And what is going to be argued here is not just against it, but it's going to be said that it is morally wrong. So for discussion's sake, regardless of where you stand on this, okay, so nobody has to know unless you want to uh, pass over that information. But let's think from this standpoint, of an abolitionist standpoint, why would capital punishment be morally wrong? Okay, morals. We're not dealing with opinions. So go back to our system of how we, we looked at ethical systems. You've got... You know, the motivism, I just don't like it. You know, ooh, yuck, capital punishment makes me feel icky. Um, or, you know, there's something a little more concrete to it. Of, you know, there are actually moral discussions going on, you know, um, from a consequentialist looking at it and saying, well, it'll help a society um, or it helps an individual. Um, thinking, thinking in that realm, why would it be morally wrong? Any comments? Okay, so, um, you know, somebody, let's just say, you know, for murder, uh, and you have certain tiers there of, you know, somebody commits murder, that they're going to have capital punishment. Um, you know, do you have two wrongs that make a right? Taking one life, do you take another? Um, you know, is that is that acceptable? Um, but also, does the, the crime fit the punishment? Punishment fit the crime is another part of the discussion. Okay, what else? All right, so it's not agreed upon. You've got different states that have different stances on it. You know, you've got a few that are moratorium. We're not going to practice it, and it's been there for a while. Um, and so, you know, they're not in agreement on who should and what should be. So, yeah, so... Um, so, you know, even the process of you go and look at other countries and how they would administer capital punishment. 
So are we dealing with in principle? Or are we dealing with you know, the, the process itself, like in the United States, that we have certain laws that are in place and, and ways to make sure you know, the, the crime actually happened, things like that, or we'll get into that because there's arguments there. But you go to another country, their reasons for capital punishment. Um, I'd read, I want to say it was one part of the Philippines. I have to go back and check this. Um, but it was talking about um, capital punishment for uh, those that are part of the drug cartel, um, those that you know sell narcotics. That capital punishment is there, and so you know, looking at either you know other nations, what do they have in place, and then you know, spread that even further over different religions. You go and look at Islam, and those that are practicing, you know, what the Quran is saying concerning certain death penalties, and we have it come up in the news about Christians that are dying because of that. So in principle, you know, humanity, there's one argument, but then you also see what different religions, their standpoint on it. Yeah, so... Yeah, so just going back to the map and looking at politically, see which, um, you know, Democrat, Republican, uh, see which states vote for there. Uh, there was, there is a correlation. Uh, you're right on that. So, any other comments about why it would be morally wrong? We'll come back to some of these, but uh, let me know if something comes up. You got on the other hand, you have the retentionists, those that say that we need to retain it; it needs to be here. They're saying it's morally right. Not just, I want it to be that way, but there is a certain responsibility. Going back to there's an oughtness. We ought to do this. We ought to punish crime. We ought to punish certain things. And capital punishment is a right act to do morally. Um, we've discussed it a little bit from a Christian standpoint, but just in general, why, why would somebody argue that this is morally right? Okay, so uh, capital punishment can be used as a deterrent. Um, and so, you know, putting in this category, is that morally, morally right uh, to use such an act as a deterrent? Um, and there's different statistics that come out of whether it's actually working in that respect or not. Um, you know, could there be something else that would deter people from committing certain crimes? Um, do you have people that care at all? If they're going to commit a crime, do they care if they're going to lose their life or not? But one of the arguments that is in this place is saying that it is a uh, deterrent. Um, okay, what else? Thank you. 
Okay. So looking at uh, Luke 18, what do you say, verse 6, that Jesus telling a parable here of an unjust judge and a woman that's coming and seeking uh, help from her adversary. And then it flips over and it says, you know, God being a just judge, will he not um, give justice to his elect who cry to him day and night? Is what the ESV says in that. But will he not uh, repay? So looking at it scripturally from that standpoint. So you've got these categories, and there's a third one that just kind of pops down in the middle of uh, procedural. Of In principle, capital punishment's not wrong, but it depends on how you apply it. Um, is it okay in certain extreme cases in order to deter, or uh, because there was such a horrendous act being done that you know, capital punishment needs to be employed. So those that are in the middle, it's not just, well, I don't really know how I decide. They're going to say, in principle, there's nothing wrong with capital punishment. But when you decide who gets it, that's where the issue is going to come out. And so this is just a three categories to put people in. Abolitionists are going to say, well, you know, it's morally wrong because we shouldn't take a life. Um, we, you know... Capital punishment in what respect? You know, should we go back to the gallows, beheading, uh, lethal injection, uh, you know, whatever that may be. If you're going to say all of that, it doesn't matter how, you know, is it an eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth? What do you do with that? Um, now, when you dig in the scriptures even more, people are going to come out and say something a little bit different. Of Does Jesus even institute a Christian supporting that at all? Um, you know, do we have... How do you deal with the eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth in the Old Testament, but then you get to the New Testament and you turn the other cheek, but then you have on the one hand, you know, the governing authorities, Romans 13, 1 Peter chapter 2, we are to be subject to them, so can we just say, well, that's the government's responsibility and I'm not in it, or can I support it by voting on it? All of those things come in in a discussion about is it morally wrong? Morally right says, well, God is just, and God has punished the wicked. He has put certain things into place. He's given a precedent in the Old Testament for capital punishment. So do we continue that? But then you also have to deal with and say, well, here are the circumstances in the Old Testament that God says, um, and we'll get to this. I know Jim uh, talked about this earlier, but in the Old Testament, what acts had to be committed that resulted in capital punishment? And as Christians, should those be the only ones that we support, which then would require us to go back and change the law uh, and support different things, and then you've got right there in the middle. Four things we need to think about, and this just is the condensed version of the latter. Law, virtue, morality, and spiritual. Those need to be in front of us as we discuss these things. Um, so there's those. So here's some uh, principles for capital punishment. Our questions have been, you know, why use capital punishment? And then why advocate for it? And should a Christian support and should a Christian advocate? Uh, three views. There is retribution for a crime. Uh, the act, capital punishment, should be used as a deterrent. And then uh, should we actually just be in favor of rehabilitation? And so uh, the argument would come out and say, well, if you kill them, you can't re rehabilitate them. So should Christians, which one should we get behind? What should we be promoting and what should we be thinking about is where some of these arguments are going to condense down. So any comment on those three things? Uh, George has already mentioned the deterrence, but uh, in, I guess in form we've talked about it you know, just retribution for certain people's acts. But what about the rehabilitation? Is that what we need to be focused on? And so instead of taking people's lives, um, we need to be more concerned about getting them right. Um, 
I know it's one thing to be said for those that are in the prison ministry and um, going and talking to folks and, and getting them where they see justice. Like I said, that's, I think there's a lot to be said about God um, in concerns to justice. And so even if you convert somebody on death row, there's still the law that was in place that they knew what they did and what the consequence of their action. But um, any comments that you would put in line with uh, thinking about rehabilitation from a Christian perspective? Okay. Okay. So... Okay, so maybe depending on the crime, um, Karen mentioned that you know what about those that have, um, you know, that have killed or those that have done horrendous things to children? Um, can they even be rehabilitated? You get into you know is there a, you know mentally were they not there? What um, you know what kind of things were happening? Um, but then I also think that gets into a theological discussion too about the redemption of man. Um, so that is part of this discussion, you know, can people be rehabilitated that have made certain decisions and have done certain things? Uh, that's definitely part of this discussion. Very good. What else? Okay, so, you know, uh, just reiterating the fact that um, just because they're going to have a certain, you know, just because they're on death row doesn't mean they can't be converted, but they still have physical, there are consequences to our actions, not even in this scale, but even on smaller things. There are things that are just a result of our actions, and sin has consequences, um, some of them very detrimental, some of them that we try and cover up and things like that. But um, God's saving grace is there for people. Um, he's willing to wash them away, uh, those, those sins away. Okay? Yes? So can we be consistent of rehabilitating those that have done, you know, heinous crimes that would result in capital punishment? Are we being consistent to even the smaller ones? Um, you know, our justice system is what you had mentioned specifically is, you know, is it being fair across the board um, just when you deal with just rehabilitation in general? Sure.
Okay, so looking at Romans chapter 13, uh, you said uh, verse 3 specifically. Um, that talks about the governing authorities are a terror to those that commit evil uh, or do evil. Um, that in that discussion, maybe you can make the argument that the governing authorities are only concerned, largely concerned, about punishing evil. The church, on the other hand, is about rehabilitation, uh, you know, uh, the gospel. Um, so you do have on one hand, you have the governing authorities have a responsibility, but what's the church's responsibility? And so all that goes together. But these are, like I said, these are part of the discussion of what's out there. And as, as we're just trying to, we're, we're wading through the water. We're kind of sifting through what is being said and where we kind of land because you go and look at where we stood as a class, you know, we've got in support of it, but we also have some maybes and we have some no's. So if that is a representation of the church at large, take those statistics, spread them out a little bit more, and you kind of see where we are. We need to know how to handle this. So we're, we're kind of filling out. We're, we're seeing what is in place. So yeah, looking at you know our um, our prison system in comparison to other countries, or even you know where we've been in the past, of does capital punishment have to be the deterrent? Um, could somebody that commits whatever crime they go to prison? Can they just be you know <laughs> they learn rehabilitation by being worked hard, you know, or whatever that may be? Um, does it have to be capital punishment? Is that the greatest deterrent? Is that the best deterrent? Um, and you mentioned Taiwan that, you know, they cane people for tagging cars. You know, that would be a, you know, does that actually cut down on the, the number of tagging, you know, that happens? Is it, you know, is it a, a fair deterrent? Um, and that's the discussions that are out there. What works and what gets people's attention? And this is not meant to go from a get into the, the politics necessarily because what we're concerned about under the heading of, Christian perspective. Um, we need to come back to we're dealing with the morals. The ethics side of it of, all right, you know, we live in a country. What does that look like? What should we support? Should we rise up and go against it? You know, that kind of thing. But we're dealing with the morals. And as we get in the scriptures a little bit more, we need to know where we land on that.
Absolutely. That's a good point. Uh, what Jeremy is saying is that um, understanding justice and grace from a Christian perspective, um, justice is in place. You know, God established justice and authority. You have your governing authorities that respond to that. But from a Christian standpoint, going to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and the list of people that were in the church, he said, you know, uh, don't we know that the unrighteous not inherit the kingdom of heaven? And he goes through this list of all the, the different sins that were present in the church at Corinth. And we know that because you get to verse 11. He says, and such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified because of Jesus. And so even within the church there, you see uh, those that were rehabilitated by grace and mercy of Christ, that that needs to be our perspective is there anyone outside of the scope of God's grace that we can just write off because of any act that they've done? We've got to realize that, that God is in the saving business and he knows how to save his people. And, uh, and that's a really good illustration looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 6 of what we need to be concerned about, regardless of whatever's in place. Government may decide things. Um, we could move to another nation that have, has completely different laws. But that doesn't mean we stop preaching Jesus. Um, we could drop right in the middle of Sharia law. Um, we still preach Jesus. Um, and so all of those things considered, uh, absolutely. Uh, yes, sir? So, saying that um, in Acts chapter 5 with Ananias and Sapphira, that when they lied about uh, what portion they had given to the Lord um, from their, their proceeds, that you know they were struck down the church grew because of that. Um, you also have cases all throughout the Bible of God punishing people by removing life as a deterrent. Um, is, was that the purpose? And you know, looking at that, but there's a lot of examples. You look at First Corinthians chapter 11. Um, you know, think about the Lord's Supper and some people that were taking it incorrectly, and they were suffering because of it. You know, whether you want to put a spiritual lean on it or physical, that uh, 
Some of them were dying and getting sick. In that time, it was used, you know, whatever God had fashioned at that point, whatever he needed to do. So uh, let me um, let me go to this next slide. I can't remember which one I got up here. Let me judge it. Let's see. Come on. Let's see where we go. All right, so um, before you respond, you might start getting into this. It's one of those little slider scales. Do you agree or disagree with the following? And so here's some of the, the statements that we've made. Uh, CP, of course, capital punishment. So capital punishment expresses an appropriate demand for justice. Um, capital punishment deters crime. And this is on a strongly agree, you know, uh, strongly disagree. Uh, and here's another one, and we kind of mentioned this a little bit, and you may not have known it, but society should not have to bear the cost of a life sentence. So, um, you know, you put somebody in prison, they're there for, you know, a certain number of years. Um, that then becomes a financial burden to a society. Should you remove that person so that they don't take in funds uh, that could be used somewhere else? So that's an ethical decision. Um, and then capital punishment is not cruel and unusual punishment. So a little bit of gauge there. I want to put that up there as um, we think. And I know that this is going to go to next week, and I'm okay with that. Um, and we'll use this. So I've got some more that I want to talk about, of course, because as we get further into Scripture, um, specifically with the Old Testament, I think there's a lot to discuss there. Um, and that's probably where I'm going to pick up next week. So we'll, we'll let this run just for a minute. We'll talk about what we see, and then uh, we'll let that close down our class. Um, Jim, I saw your hand go up. Hold off next week. You got it. So. Uh, so um, part of what Jim said, we'll pick up with next week, uh, talking about the old law. So I don't want to dismiss your comment, but I will put a pin in there for next week. And so I'll let you start back with that. But another thing in in uh, in the realm of this discussion of, you know, how much does it cost in order to follow through with a capital punishment, um, going through the rights, uh, due process versus incarcerating the person? Um, what's the cost benefit analysis? Because that's going to be what, you know, just in general with ethics outside of the biblical realm. People are discussing that. Um, so real quick, uh, the bell's about to ring, um, and I, I'm going to come back to this next week. Um, but just as we kind of close down right now, any observations? I haven't even turned around. So any observations of what you see? Um, just some final comments as we close down for right now. Um, based off of this up here, what do you see? Read the chart if you can read it. Okay, more for it, but they uh, may not uh, believe that it, it does what it ought to do. Okay?
Yeah, so um, we'll leave this and we'll come back to it next week as we fin- uh, we'll finish our discussion. But be thinking about this. Search the scriptures. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for the discussion.